Well, greetings and salutations to all of our family and friends out there. This is the Super View Show coming to you live once again for many caves. As always, I am joined by my incredible co-hosts and friends, Bill, Justin, and Allie. What's going on, guys? Hello. Thriving. Bro. All right. And we are, as the title of this podcast suggests and discusses and everything it alludes to, tonight we are doing a mixed bag debate on the best TV game shows. I am representing Wheel of Fortune. Bill is representing Jeopardy. Justin's representing Family Feud. And Miss Allie is none other than The Price is Right. So this is going to be a very interesting thing to go off of. Allie, if you want to share your screen whenever you're ready, you're all set. Yup. And to honor, I'm going to go in my in the other room, but to honor the late, great Bob Barker, who would have been 100 this year, we're doing this for you. Yes. And to Alex Trebek, who also has left us about three years ago. And Pound is going to be leaving us via retirement. Well, he's just yeah. retiring. They're retiring, yeah. Retiring. Rebecca and, and Barker are dead. But. All right, hold on. Is this working? There we go. There we go. So. Whenever you're ready, yep. <laughs> this is going to be fun, you guys. I got to grab my charger. So give me one second. But just to explain everything, we're going to have some time to debate. And yes, you guys can rebuttal when we debate, because that's what debates are meant to do. You're meant to rebuttal against each other. No worries. We're not going to be like the political debates. So no name calling? Yeah, I have to listen to someone who sounds like chat (laughs) GBT. Yeah, no name calling. So, gentlemen, come on down. You're the next contestant on the mixed bag debate. This is Jeopardy. This is Family Feud. This is Wheel of Fortune. (laughs) Can we actually start with the best theme songs for each of them? Um, Come on, Family Feud. Been going around since the 1950s, people. But Bob Barker didn't start until the 70s. Jeopardy is the most, come on, with themes, that is the most iconic. It puts you to sleep. That is something that you put on as white noise as you put on your eye mask. You know, instead of waves crashing against the rocks, it's the Jeopardy music. Okay, you know what? I'm going to rebut that. Um, when it comes to the Jeopardy theme, it's the most iconic theme ever. Iconic doesn't always mean good. As soon as you hear those notes, you know what that is. It's a lawsuit for pain and suffering for, thank you, Bill. And also, because it it shows in the way, like when they play it in the, yeah, when they play it during the final Jeopardy, I think it's so creative. They still play it. They play it because it gives you the thought that it gives you like the feeling that, wow, I'm in the contestants' heads right now. I'm 
I'm like in their mindset of thinking right now while they're trying to figure yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bill, 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 Bill. Imagine being called down and having to think of a think of how much an item costs or a trip or another pro- big prize like a car. And so like, listen, I'm going to give you that, that, you know, you got to do that right on the spot. But sometimes when you're given that time to think of an answer, I think it's even more intimidating. I think, it's even more intimidating. I think it's even more intimidating songs. Come on. Which one just makes you want to clap and clap and clap? That's family feud. It's a there's a reason why it borrowed from like gospel music, because those, you know, I, I am not going to continue that train of thought, but. <laughs> you know, someone's been quiet. JT. Hey, come on. You can't get any better than Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> okay, what's the Wheel of Fortune theme? For that. There really is no theme. It's just an instrumental. I take that back. Anyways. Again, the best theme song is The Price is Right. Ongoing, nonstop. You hear it throughout the whole thing. It makes you jump on. You know what? I, I got something here. Um, we want to ask our, our the good people in the chat to tell us if we're right or wrong. The good people board, you have a job tonight. tonight. Let's do it. Let's see. At the what? end, we'll see who wins. Let us know the best TV theme song. We did that last week, but let us know the best game show theme songs. Go for it. It's just the, you know, because, again, the Jeopardy theme song is iconic. You you hear those when you hear in the beginning, not just when you hear the, this is Jeopardy. And the Family Feud theme is a rush of adrenaline. Just makes the you want... right theme. No, but it's it like... starts with the. It starts with the with a more I don't want to say bombastic, but more energetic. Do 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 do. That's in the more modern. Bombastic. Have you looked at the old school Jeopardy? It's a soft trumpet at best. Well, no, I'm that's sorry. like the final you Jeopardy. Parody on that's SNL. the final Jeopardy. You have been parody on SNL. So as the words of Daryl Hammond. Stuck it, Trebek. Guys, as the fearless host of the Superview show once said, and Monty Python said as well, get on with it. But no, like the Jeopardy theme is the most iconic thing. It's one of the most, when you hear those notes, you know what it is. It's just, and Merv Griffin, rest in peace. Yeah, we got to pay tribute to Merv as well. All right. So anything else? Peace, Merv, we miss you. But no, Jeopardy, Jeopardy is one of those themes that everyone knows. And it, it gives again when they play it during Final Jeopardy, it gives you sort of the intensity of what's going on in the players' heads. Yes, the price of right is hard is hard because you got to think of something right on the dot. But sometimes I think when it's more than just like when it's more like this than that, it's more intimidating. Because you have that time to think, and now you're like, okay, do I do it right? Am I going to do it right? Am I going to do it wrong? Okay. I think, okay, this is getting off to a lovely start. All right. Where do we go next? We go to the best. What'd you say, JT? I'd like to apologize for all of our listeners. There is no, what matters is what you think is correct. Mm -hmm. Yes. So I'm trying to think where to go next. Do we go with who had the best? Oh. You know what? Why don't we save that for last? What do you think? Mm-hmm. I'm Why don't we save that for last? I'm down with it. 
Um, okay, then what do we go next, Allie? Ooh. So I'm just trying to, because this is the first time we're doing this, so it's gonna be a little bit of fun, the concept of the show. And let's put it in that way. Just let's put it in your thing, Bill. You get only three people a show. Yes. Three times five. It's 15. Oh, no. 15. But how many? And then what are the odds of being the Jeopardy champion? For every show or for every. Like. When there's three, there's a one in three chance. Right. But then if you have this continuation of staying Jeopardy champion versus you versus you going on the price is right. The chances of you being called down, chances of you winning contestants row. Okay, I, I, okay, I, I saw what you were trying to get on. You're trying to get on like this is, like it's um, like which game show he, do you think is the hardest to get on? And no, I've heard that Jeopardy's pretty tough to get on. No, I've heard because you do have to take a test. Not yes, you do. do. I've you, taken that test. Yeah, and have have you done? Did you see my? Did you see me on Jeopardy? Uh no. No, I didn't. That, that, should, that should tell you exactly how I did. I, I, I so want to explain that Jeopardy is the most okay difficult to get on. With Jeopardy, is it okay if I tell a very quick personal story? Um, sure. my, I remember my grandmother, God rest her soul, always told, you know, because when I would come down to see her at night, we'd always watch Jeopardy together. I think that's why I'm playing the Jeopardy flag today. Um, and she always told me, she always told me, because I would get the answers, she would say, she would say, sweetie, you should totally go on Jeopardy. And she would always go tell all her friends at the senior center, oh, my grandson knows all the answers to Jeopardy. And, and I've been, and you know, I've, I've actually, because one of my one of my relatives a few years ago, my uncle Jim, J Uncle Jimmy, if you're watching, shout out to you. He's he has told me at a couple family gatherings. I think you should totally go on Jeopardy. Hmm. So, and I've been thinking about. It. I've literally been thinking about taking the test. But Justin, how, how hard is the test? So I took it as a teenager for Teen Jeopardy. Okay, it was pretty hard. Yeah, but you know what? It is. And, you know, I feel like with Jeopardy, you know, of how hard it is to get on it, because I believe a lot of it is merited. Like, you really need to show that you are a, that you are a smart person. Okay, if, okay. so, yes, with Jeopardy, you, you need to be smart to be on Jeopardy. I'm not finished. Oh. I'm not finished. Um, Bill. What was that? TikTok before I start singing the Jeopardy theme song on you. Okay, but anyway. Bye, but, but anyway, but no, like, people have, like, you literally have to be, to get on that, I'm sure you probably have to be some of the best and the brightest. You just can't be some, sh you know, some schmuck who named, I don't know, Harold. Or Sean Connery. Sean Connery. <laughs> Sean Connery. But anyway, but no, but that is, I think Jeopardy is probably one of the hardest shows to get on. It is probably one of the hardest shows to get on because you actually have to take it. You have to take a test to do it. You can't just audition. And I'm, I don't know what the other auditioning processes are for 
I can explain prices right a little bit. Yeah, I'm just gonna finish this last thought. And I think that's why it's so tough is you really gotta show that you know your stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. So you need to be smart to be on Jeopardy. That's all well and good. Family feud, you need to get your whole family on board. Oh, that's difficult too. Oh, you you want to know how difficult that is? There are people who, incorrectly, might I add, uh, look down upon Family Feud. So if you are part of such a family, getting on Family Feud is already going to be an uphill battle. Oh, yes. And the whole and the whole family dynamics you have to deal with. Imagine if you don't like your relatives. Oh, exactly. Then, you, then if you win, you actually have to share the prize with them. Or your in-laws if you're married. Exactly. you got to share the prize with your in-laws. Compared to The Price is Right, which honestly it's easy to audition online, but the only problem is if you're not from California, it is very difficult to get on The Price is Right. No offense to our listeners. Oh, don't, not to mention, uh, you know, Family Feuds, Atlanta set. Atlanta's easier to get to than California. Except I'll tell you this, Going off prices, right? I was on Let's Make a Deal. I didn't get picked, unfortunately. I was on the board because I did it from home. They're not doing it this year, which sucks. But because of that, I also can't be on the prices, right? Until 2024. Well, you got four more months. Four more months. November 2024. Well, oh. so when the season for me, the next season starts. Technically, so if you are if you are on a CBS show, game show. You can't go on any other ones for three years. And for The Price is Right, you can't be on any of the game shows for at least a year. That's interesting. I actually did not know that. No, but they, they, but no, studio, but no, TV networks have those policies for different things. Like, for instance, um, if you, um, if you try to get tickets for The Tonight Show, and you get tickets for the show. You can't do. You can't get tickets again for another. I want to say six months, maybe a year. So, mm. TV networks. I don't, that's not exclusive to game shows. That's exclusive to a lot of things. Um, that's not. That's exclusive. That's a, exclusive to a lot of things. Um, yeah, JT. Um, well, it's time we rope you in on this. Talk to me. What do you got? The audition process. Wheel of Fortune. It seems like you have the easiest thing. All you got to do is just get some letters and solve a problem. Sometimes those puzzles are difficult to do. Don't get me wrong. And some people get the easiest ones wrong. So it all depends on how you can spell or cannot spell and all and all the above, truthfully. so Right. I mean... Bill and I know someone that was on Wheel of Fortune. Yes, and you know what, Allie, if it's okay, I'd like to give that person we know a shout-out. for it. I want to give a very big shout-out to our good friend, Michael DeSesto, who in 2020 was actually on Wheel of Fortune. Wow. And And he he dominated. He won, like, 80 grand. (laughs) Wow. That's crazy. And a trip to Aruba. Yes, so... Mike, if you're watching, shout out to you, good buddy. Let me also give you this as well, a little reminder for all game shows. No matter what you win, you're going to be taxed. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. 
Don't think think about, don't go on for the winnings. Go on because for the experience. Yeah, you might want to put that in your savings, bud. Mm -hmm. Pay off those loans you have. (laughs) But, um, but anyway, um, but no, I totally agree with you. Um, on the, but um, anyway, um, but no, I think can we say like all of the audition processes are just difficult in different ways? You can say that because you know, like for Jeopardy, you really got to know your stuff. You can't just like. I mean, yes, we can say that, but this is also a debate, so we have to. Yes. But you know what? I think, and listen, I can understand what Justin's saying, because what if you have to go on with Cousin David? And Cousin David sucks. Oh, and also, I forgot, if you have to, if you win a trip, you have to fly from California to get on that trip. I did not know that. You never hear it, so someone wins like a trip to, I don't know, Chicago. You and a guest will fly round trip coach from Los Angeles. So you literally got to take two, you really got you really got to take two flights that whole day. Always Always read, you know what? Kids, since you're back at school, here's another lesson. Always read the fine print. Yes. Um, And make sure you have an attorney with you. Are we on the prices right yet? I'm sorry. I'm just trying to catch up. No, I think the best way we're doing is we're going by each concept. Like, do you know how you you see in the watch mojos who was the best joker who was that we're doing oh that yeah yeah like, okay. no i can listen and listen getting your family together is difficult Justin. i'll give you that one but like i said does everyone have the intelligence to do to be on jeff and not just yeah, but everyone wants to be on jeopardy but like here's the thing you can't just be intelligent you also gotta have the confidence it's not just intelligence in science math literature bill you also need to know pop culture you also need to know sports no you need to know everything no no ali i agree you need to know all of that but you need to have muscles in your brain that's the thing with jeopardy you need to remember all that but you need to keep everything in your head all sorted like but also, you got to think though with Jeopardy, some of them is like an anagram, and you got to think about it this way: you need to learn throughout all this to know which topic is which, if that makes sense. But also, not just like mentally getting stuff. You got to know how to basically during this to keep to keep no. yourself calm and not lose your shit. This is where we're transitioning into the next topic: the games itself. Okay. Which I think you could continue on. We're talking about. But you Jeopardy need to double. learn. But you need. But this is something that you need to show that you can. That you can. And you know, I'm going to have this transition into the next part because I think this goes well. You need to have one skill besides answering the questions. You need to show that you can do well under pressure. But Bill, let me also yes. say this. Say you get double jeopardy. You also got to know how much to bet on yourself. Exactly. You That's need so- to learn to, you need to learn to bet. You need to learn to have, you need to know when to hold up. Mm-hmm. 
Everyone, you all know the words. Go and fold up. Uh, anyway. Right. But no, you've got to know what double jeopardy. You have to know when to, how much you're going to bet. You need to bet smart. Don't go all in. Do not go all in. I mean, you can if you want to, but. You lose, that's on you. <laughs> Good night and God bless. Yeah, I feel like, I don't know. Like, also thinking about the games as well, which one has more of a risk if you lose? Mm, that's a good question. Because I know, for example, like with the price is right, what are the odds of you coming on down? What are the odds of you missing every single contestant's row? And there's a good chance you might lose out on the prize for not knowing the prices. And there's also a good chance you might spin over a dollar. Mm. And if you make it to the showcase, it's the odds are still very slim unless your other person go unless the other person on the showcase goes over or they are under you yep and look at all the games they've had for the past gosh 50 70 well it's 53 years technically but the price is right and a lot of these games are memorable like plinko Fun. Who does not remember Plinko? Plinko is fun. <laughs> oh, no, I totally... Right. Well, I'm going to be educating you then, Justin. There's also a Yodely Guy game where if you get the price wrong, the Yodely Guy will keep climbing up and up and up until it falls. <laughs> wow. Yep. I didn't know about that. And and also the best part of the, these game shows, The Price is Right, the models. Mm. Who doesn't, you can never forget the models and The Price is Right. And they have male models too. I was going to say, what are you trying to say, Allie? Yes. They make the show interesting too. <sighs> and it's not just Bob Barker, Drew Carey. It's also the announcers too. Because when I watch The Price is Right, whenever I can, the newest announcer always loves his mother and always gives a shout out to his mom every day <laughs> he's on. It's yeah. like... Well, and even the announcer gets to be part of some of the showcase. Not the showcase, but some of the contestants for our prizes. But, you know, Jeopardy, when it comes to, you know, like... Okay. Uh, JT had a. I will also be taking on for JT for Wheel of Fortune for a little bit too. JT had a personal matter to attend to, so we're gonna. He's gonna leave the air for a moment. But anyway, but J. But with um, with Jeopardy. Okay, is the risk risk factors a little bit lower than other shows? But you got to look at it this way: it's like you can go in the negatives, and that is scary. That you can go into the negatives. So does that mean you have to owe Jeopardy money? You know what? I want to know that. <laughs> well, you <laughs> lost ten so grand, bad. so you owe us ten grand. Worse, being in the negatives, or I'm going to take over for JT for Wheel of Fortune, getting bank dropped. I I remember one time years ago because when I told my grandmother like after Jeopardy Wheel of Fortune came on and I always thought this was I remember one time um 
I remember one time um, there, this one contestant, he was like going, my four-year-old son, every time, every time bankrupt, he goes, bankrupt, bankrupt. I'm sorry, but that is one of the most unfair features of a game show. I agree. I agree. No, you know what I think is the more unfair, and and this is not on our docket. Has anyone ever watched the show Whammy? Yes. Or press your luck. Press your luck slash Whammy. No Whammy. No Whammy. And stop. Oh, you got a Whammy. And it sounds like Alvin and the Tritmonks. But trust your luck. Oh my God. We, have, we could take a second to give them a shout out. Come on. Yes, I've always I'm loved watching that game. Whammy. The whammy. Yeah. You know but, what? I feel the best one. I wish they had this in this new version. In the 2000s, they used to have something called the double whammy. Yes. And if you land on it, stop. I'm not going to swear, but stop will fall on you. <laughs> oh. Oh my. Oh my. Oh my. <laughs> but I mean, I'm also thinking as well, like comparing to Jeopardy, Wheel of Fortune is a gamble on its own because you're risking the money you win. You're risking some of the prizes until you get to the final spin. Yeah, but if you but win they- enough. In Family Feud, you win a new car. New car. Let me ask you this. How many dumb questions have people have asked on Family Feud? Mm. Oh, a ton. It's amazing. <laughs> oh, my gosh. No, but I feel like, I'll be honest, name, the best survey questions are always about Steve Harvey. I got, I got to explain this one. Name something a burglar might see in the house that might scare them. Of all the things you would think, I don't think Nick Grandma would be one of them. <laughs> and guess what? It was on the board. Sort of. Me? Sort of. I also came to the realization <laughs> the, the board operator sometimes gives the, them some slack. It was gun slash occupant. I just came to the realization that all four game shows have been parodied by SNL. You know what? I noticed that too. Wait, has Wheel of Fortune been parodied? Yes, in like the 2000s, where everyone could not get the answer. Price is Right was in there. Honestly, the I just remember the one from South Park a little more. <laughs> oh, that one. <laughs> yeah. Yes. You know, Wheel of Fortune has been parodied a lot of times compared to the other shows. You had it in South Park. You had it in Family Odd Parents. You had it in SNL. Family Guy. Yes, Family Guy. That's when you want the maid. <laughs> yes. If anyone has not seen the South Park parody, go watch the South Park. Oh, my God. Um, your discretion definitely advised. Yes. <laughs> I don't think, no, did we have that in our, in our top 10 South Park episodes? No, I don't think we did. And that was over a year ago. Go watch it. It's awesome. Yeah, okay. Getting back to the whole concept. The whole surveys thing for Family Feud. 
I mean, it's a giant psychology experiment. And you just get to go into the minds of middle America and, you know, name something that makes your wife in the mood for Whoopi. But do you I mean, want to know what, every, what, what gets everybody's wife in the mood for Whoopi? No, but again, with the newer seasons with Steve Harvey taking over, the best ones are always about Steve Harvey. I mean, yeah, but it's Steve Harvey. It's Steve Harvey. Like Steve Harvey. he's a pretty. He's I think he's a pretty cool dude. Like he's I think made. I'll give you an example. I saw Celebrity Family Feud with wrestling. They said if Steve Harvey was single, name a celebrity you would want him to hook up with. And I'm waiting. I can see Stephen Holly Berry. What do you guys think? Holly Berry was one on was one of them. The first person said Beyonce. Mm. <laughs> Gotta go talk to Jay Z about that one. <laughs> but I'll tell you what number one was. Uh, he's too busy with Becky with the good hair. What was it? Oprah was number one. Mm. I'm telling you, the some of the questions on Family Feud are very weird. Compared to like and that's part of the entertainment factor, you know, sometimes games are just meant to make you laugh. And yes. I have a few games that Bill and I are going to be playing in a couple of weeks that demonstrates that exactly. Oh, what games are those? Um, one of them, Strong Stone or Stupid. Oh. One of them is called Red Flags. Fun. Uh, Catherine just got that one. I uh, just heard about this like 10 seconds ago, but I'll go on. The point is, some games are just made to, to make you laugh. Cards Against Humanity. Biggest example. Quiplash. Don't forget about the Quiplash. Quiplash. Um, basically any Jackbox game. Yeah. Well, then again, those are regular games. We're talking game show, game shows here. Like tell ones you watch on television. Or streaming or whatever. What, they're supposed to put you to sleep? I'm sorry. I, I'm, I don't understand what your problem is with these entertaining uh, conundrums being placed upon middle America. What is this with you and your obsession with middle America? <laughs> We don't know. Are you running for office, Justin? Is that why you keep bringing up Middle America? You, I mean, let me ask you this. How many Middle Americans watch Family Feud nowadays compared to watching Wheel of Fortune? Mm, that's a good question. A lot. Most of them are work while watching The Price is Right, and usually that's like channel. the old people. Yeah. Like, yeah, the, the new ones airs on Fox, but like Wheel of... I'm, I'm sorry. Family Feud has its own channel. In fact, I am going to prove this to you. Oh I am going to show you this channel on my t television screen just to prove a point. As well, if you want to watch the repeat. So really, doesn't matter to you, Justin. The Price is Right has a Bob Barker era channel on a regular one with Drew Carey on Pluto TV. 
Same with Wheel of Fortune. Same with Jeopardy. So tell me again, how unique is family viewed? It has Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey is pretty cool. We'll give him that. He is Steve Harvey. That's true. Um, look at the mustache. The mustache. Because <laughs> I don't know if you guys remember there. You he used to have his. Uh, he used to have a daytime talk show. He's yeah. Yeah. He now he also has the Judge Steve Harvey show. Yeah. He um. Yeah, if you guys, if, if our lovely viewers remember back in April when we had a Backtrack Vocals on, because they were on his show one time, and they told us that, I said, well, what's Steve Harvey? Like, oh, he's a pretty too chill guy. And, they said, and the mustache is just as glorious. When we were in hair and makeup, there's a whole team just for the mustache. Oh, my God. <laughs> just for the mustache. <laughs> um, but, yeah, um. God, I, we're all over the place right now with concept. This was a debate, and then it became just a conversation, and just well, uh, that's also what it is too. Again, it's the first one; it's a trial and error. And you know what? If we, if you like it, wonderful. If you don't, we respect your opinion, and we'll try again with the next debate. Yeah, but anyway, um, this time we'll rub Steve Harvey's head for good luck. <laughs> We should like basically at Steve Harvey on Twitter. I mean, I came to the realization all your shows have buzzers except for The Price is Right. Yeah, well, the buzzers make things more because also, you know, this is you need speed, not just brains in jeopardy. You need speed. You need to, yeah. And with Family Feud, you need the confidence of your family. The price is right. You you gotta be street. You gotta be money smart. You gotta know the prices of things. You gotta go grocery shopping and look at all the groceries in California, not in New York, unfortunately. Too bad the price is right is not in New York, but you have to think of all the prices in California for groceries. Not discounted. The actual store price, people. I am scared to know how much groceries cost in California. You, Justin? Oh, my God. It's probably horrendous. It but probably makes with us- Family Feud, we cannot forget Fast Money, the opportunity to win $20,000. Mm, now, considering how many times you can go on Family Feud, uh, if you keep winning, that adds up. My thing is, though, is it just a one and done now in the more recent seasons? Hmm. I have to think about that. Compared to Jeopardy, which, I mean, if you're champion, you could be champion for as long as you can. Yes. And like, that's, that's, a, that's, an an done. that's an opportunity. That is an opportunity for Jeopardy because, you Ellie, know, don't, don't feed Bill answers. I, he was like, I am so, I'm sorry. My brain is scrambled right now. Um. Anyway, I have this thing that my brain moves faster than my mouth, so. Of course, I'm going to take over for a second while you think. No, no, I, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. The thing is, when you look at Jeopardy, you know, that really shows that if you... Things like Wheel of Fortune, you're one and done. Like, you know, the families keep coming back on on um, 
family feud. Am I right, Justin? Yeah, you gotta win the car somehow. And like he and and Price is right. Mostly one and done, unless you wait three years. But you gotta look at it this way though with Jeopardy. If it really shows how smart or how dedicated you are, if you keep if you keep going, because that really shows you, hey, this guy knows his shit. He knows what he's doing. Yeah, but how many people actually achieve that level of Ken Jennings? Yeah. Okay. Um, but- have you ever watched? I can't name them off the top of my head, but if you when you watch the tournament of champion, it's that guy a couple years ago who was I his name escapes me right now, but he what, like one how many of them won more than a hundred thousand dollars? I don't know off the top. It's, of a good amount. it's like one in every one in every like 300 or 400 and JT's back I'm going to finish up his real fortune shit style because because we forgot about the bonus spin yeah the bonus spin on was it a wheel of fortune right yeah <laughs> sorry about that sorry when I took a dip for a second um I'll explain at the end of our podcast what's going on. The data returns. Yes. Uh, the, the fearless I lost my, I lost the fearless a, I lost my JT Rolls Wheel of Fortune. I'm giving it back to him. All right. So Wheel of Fortune is a great game show, first and foremost. But the but the bonus round is really where it makes or makes or breaks. Because if you get if you can get that last puzzle within 10 seconds, I mean, come on. But you, you also can, got three continents and a vowel. Yeah, and sometimes. For some reason, I was watching one night. There's two college kids won, and they chose YMCA, and they won. R S T L N E. No, and then they the extra letters they chose were YMCA. Oh my gosh! And they won. That's hysterical, right? JT, you know what they say? It's fun to stay at the Y. Yeah, exactly. MCA. Yeah, but also with Wheel of Fortune, it's like you have to wait until you spin the wheel and stuff, and who knows if they take your consonants and vowels. I heard stories where it's like really, really, really um, what's the word? Uh, it's very like this. This the screen is huge when you're on set there, whatever. I've heard that too. So, like, it's a big screen. the letters and stuff like that. So it's big, big TVs, basically. So, but I think there's a question none of us have asked yet. Okay, let's hear it. Which one of these shows will make you viral on YouTube? Oh, that's a good point. Price is right. Price is right. I'm telling you, no, 2012, no, 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 no. 2012, you got <laughs> I remember that one. That was funny. I'm telling you. Model one thing you don't want to do in someone's bed go to heaven. I'm like, well, wait, she's kind of right. You don't want to die in someone's bed. There were some crazy answers on Family Feud at some point. Let's put that. Oh, I think with Jeopardy. With Jeopardy, I think it's just people who get questions wrong. No, they also do ones who get questions right or. They talk about the viral thing about someone, somebody getting like Jeopardy, winning Jeopardy for like three months or four months. Who knows? Yeah, well, those, those are those are those viral moments, and they do they do exist. You know, we talked about all the bonuses for you guys. We never talked about the showcase for The Price Is Right at all. And after all this, you go down to two people. You could showcase A or B with honestly whatever prize you can get. 
Sometimes you win a boat. Sometimes you win a car. Sometimes you win a trip. Sometimes you win money. Sometimes it's a goat with a dollar. That's Let's Make a Deal. Oh. Wrong show, Justin. Can't be all that great if I'm mixing it up with Let's Make a Deal. I'll make a better mashup with Let's Make a Deal. Hopefully they do it this season. I would would love it. But literally, it's like, imagine winning that. Imagine getting so close. And if you get under $200 from your showcase, guess what? You'll win both showcases. Ooh, both showcases. You'll win it all. And all you have to do is guess the price of your showcase. Oh, yeah. Is that all? That's it. Is that everything? Then you got Jeopardy. We're not done yet. I was about to say. You got Final Jeopardy in which you got to No, Again, it goes back to that bet smart mentality. (laughs) And goes back to that bet smart mentality. Because you have to, because you have to, because you have thinking like, okay, how confident am I in? And, and you know what the hardest thing is? You got to make your wager before you know the question. Yeah. That's so hard. if you only wager a little, and let's say this is a question that you know, you better pray the other folks get it wrong. It's called waging smart, Bill. Yes. But yeah, because if you're saying like, like if but yeah you gotta wait like if you you gotta wage smart but you also gotta put a little confidence because you know the category you don't know the question though Mm -hmm. like let's say if they to me going okay our category is MLB baseball I'd be I'd be okay do I put everything in or do I just you know I think I'll give you another example I was watching Jeopardy alone one day Mm -hmm. and the category was Disney characters okay how much would you wager if you put um a good majority really yeah and the question was something about a princess named after a flower or something I don't know the answer was Jasmine and I guess Jasmine Looks like it was a whole new world, huh? <laughs> but um, oh yeah. Again, with Jeopardy, you don't know what your final Jeopardy is. The price yeah. is right. You kind of know what you're gonna. You got one and two shots of what you know. Fast money. Let me tell you this: there might be a chance you might not win the twenty five thousand dollars if somebody gives like a dumb answer. <laughs> it's true. I will a fortune. Yeah, you but that's why you picked your two smartest family members, right? Right. All right. You know what? We got one more category to go cool. for this. Okay. Best host or hosts. Best hosts. All right. Let's see. Because oh. a lot of us have previous hosts, except for Wheel of Fortune, which everybody knows it was just Pat Sajak and Vanna White. Right. And you know what? Let's all take this moment to give Pat Sajak a hand as he's going into his last season as Wheel of Fortune's. Oh, so let's give and him. And go to Ryan Seacrest. Seriously, I don't know how you're going to do it with Will Fortune. You know, Ryan Seacrest, who does uh, everything, everything else. Ryan Seacrest has done everything else. 
Except, you know what? I would like to see Ryan Seacrest just for just for craps and giggles. What? I'd want to see him do commentary for a football game. Why? Funny to watch. Oh my god! Why? No. All right, Ryan, over to you. Um, it gives me entertainment. Come on. Um, who gets entertainment? Not the people who want to watch football. Especially for me, who can't even watch football on Spectrum on Mondays. And I'm sorry, but with President Wright, all respect to Bob Barker, he's great. Drew Carey, I thought he was better on Who's Who's Line. I said it. I said it. How do you feel about it? Come on. Everyone cheers for Drew when he comes out. Because they're probably instructed to. There's probably a sign that says Drew, Drew, or something so- similar to the applause sign or the laugh sign. Exactly. It's all staged. Okay. There's so no now... stage laughter of Steve Harvey. Allie? Justin, like... how many hosts have you had for, the pr- for Family Feud? I'm sorry? How many hosts has it taken you to finally get the Steve Harvey on the Family Feud? That's irrelevant. Oh no, it's relevant. It is relevant. We are talking about those shows as as they exist today. We're including the past. You have to include Bob Barker. We're including Richard Dawson, who literally was iconic. Was a sexual predator. I will say that. Hey, Allie, Allie. Um, I was just about to say, are we just talking about like past hosts, like Trebek? Like and Barker, are we talking about? We're like, talking the- all hosts for any show. Unfortunately, okay. we unfortunately had Pat Sajak, so. So, JT's got a light load. He has a light load. I only had two hosts. I don't know who the other host was in the 50s. I had two and a... No, you had three. You- Maya Balak. I didn't really watch her that much, so I don't really know what the whole... Honestly, I don't think she's on it anymore because of the strike. Yeah, I think that's true. And you also had all those other hosts. I mean, come on. Why would you want Aaron Rodgers to host Jeopardy? Okay, okay. Let let me ask you, do those really really count? Because they were only a short-term thing. I don't care. I'm counting those short-term things. Okay, I don't remember all of them, but let's do it. Um, Savannah Guthrie, Ken Jennings, Maya Bialik. You got... LeVar Burton, I thought, was pretty cool. Aaron Rodgers. That's all I can remember. Yeah, oh, Aaron I have this Buzzy, Buzzy Cohen, who was a champion. It took them a long time to find a replacement for Alex Trebek. Well, because you know what? Like, here's the thing, though. And you know what? I'm going to say this. Alex Trebek, first of all, rest in peace, Alex. We miss you. Um, And, like, listen, I'm going to give... It was tough to find a replacement for Trebek because Alex Trebek is irreplaceable. And like, listen, and I don't mean any disrespect towards the now late Bob Barker, but, you know, and to be fair, that was a little easier because Bob Barker retired. And that's when they brought him to Gary. Well, Alex Trebek was in ill health and was in ill health his passing. So I'm so I don't know. And you know what? And you know, something I'll touch upon upon Trebek in a little bit if that's okay. But with Trebek, I guarantee you, 
And this is sort of on the studio. I'm sure, like, the moment Trebek announced he was sick, the moment he announced he was sick, I'm sure they... I'm I'm sure they were starting to think, okay, we got to think of someone to replace him now. Yeah. Because, God forbid, because if you remember the announcement video, I'm... I'm never going to forget this when he said, hi, um, I have something I have to tell all of you because, you know, my policy about being open and honest and transparent. And I wanted to tell you myself. So you don't hear any fabricated stories about my health, you know, like if the National Enquirer got a hold of it, Justin said, ouch, Trebek, his sad yeah. last days. Um. He goes, you know, I have been recently diagnosed with pancreatic cancer. And he goes, the statistics are not really that encouraging. But here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to keep working. I'm going to get treatment. I'm going to have to ask you to keep the faith. And I'm going to keep going. To be, and saying, to be honest, I have to. Said Because under the terms of my contract, I, I'm supposed to host Jeopardy for three more years. Um, so help me. Um, but, you know, I'm sure the studio at that point were probably thinking, oh, no, like, we really got to start thinking of a possible replacement because, God forbid, what if it gets to the point, not even if he passes away. But yeah, you know, we got to think about if he passes away, but we also got to think about what if it gets to the point where he's so sick, he can't do it. We got to think to get someone to replace him. Well, you and, also got to think, like, they record about five episodes a day. Yes, and, you know, to someone, to anyone, that could be, that could be strenuous, but to someone who's got the worst type of cancer, that's got to be hell. Yeah. So... And Alex Trebek and like the studio, like they probably like I was thinking after Trebek passed away, I'm thinking like, okay, because they probably had over a year. Like from when he announced he got sick. To when he passed. They probably had over a year to think about okay, who are we going to get to replace them? But they still couldn't think of anyone to replace him. And I'm sure with, I'm sure with, I don't know, like with Bob Barker and Drew Carey, I don't know if Bob Barker had a say or not. I gotta look that up. But I think somehow, it, I think he proved Drew Carey. Yeah. But when, replacement. when they were, like when they were doing all those temporary hosts for Jeopardy!, I'm like, you guys are basically just all auditioning right now. Like, this is kind of tacky. This and you know, in the end, it became Ken Jennings. And that, he, honestly, he was the only one that made sense to be. Like, Ken oh. Jennings, no, they were saying, like, for a year or so, he was, like, on the set. He was basically being groomed to be Trebek's replacement. He was basically groomed to be his replacement. Then how come he couldn't do it afterwards? Why did you have to have all those guest hosts? Go ask this network. I had nothing to do with it. Um, but no, if but the, Ali, you bring up a very fair point. Like, 
if you guys were dead, if this guy was being groomed to be Trebek's replacement, why are you going to have LeVar Burton? Why are you going to have Aaron Rodgers, which was awful, by the way? Um, why are you going to have all these folks? Why are you going to have all these folks if they're, if, 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 Ken Jennings was going to be groomed to be Trebek's replacement. And I'm sure this, and I'm sure when Trebek was sick, I'm sure Alex Trebek and Ken Jennings had a few conversations. Right. All right. Okay. We got to get to closing comments, Bill. What was that? We got to get to closing comments. But you know what I'm going to say with, after Trebek, had passed away. And when, I'm just sticking with Ken Jennings for interest of time. Um, At the end of every show, he pays tribute to Alex Trebek. He goes, and that is it for today. We'll see you tomorrow here on Jeopardy. Thank you, Alex. You got him. That is a very classy way to end every show. It is. Because mm-hmm. he's thanking Alex for giving him his start. So true. I mean, you got to think of the ending for the prices, right? Everybody says you got to help promote the pet, help control the pet population. Get your pets spayed and neutered. Yeah. And you know Therefore, what? The price is right has been classic for 50 plus years and will keep going 50 plus years more. And you know what? I think that's the, 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 the difference between. And you know what? We're going to team up against Justin here for one second. Um, with Jeopardy and Bob, with Jeopardy and um, Price is Right, like they still pay the tribute to their hosts that made them a household name. Family Feud has had so many hosts. Who are you going to pay tribute to? When Steve leaves, it's going to be Steve. That's Mm -hmm. when the show grew its beard. Or should I say in this case... So you can't do John O'Hurley or Richard Karn? Who? You don't know who? Wow. Wow. You know what? This says something about Family Feud with you. You are representing Family Feud and you don't know any of the past hosts. I knew Richard Dawson. I knew Richard Dawson. Allie, okay. pleasure doing business with you. Thank you. But here's Final the thoughts, thing. J- JT? I think, all shows, I think all these game shows are great. It's so hard to pick one. But I think that, I think that having... Uh, ultimately, you, the listener, you have your favorite, and we have ours. So I think, I think to be honest, this debate could go on for hours and hours and hours. We don't have that time, unfortunately. We don't have that kind of time, though. But that's okay. Um, but this was a very good debate, and I'm actually glad we were able to do a, a debate like this. We haven't done a show like this in a little bit, which is nice uh, that we did it. Um, do I want to have any thank- other final comments before we close out. I'm good. Does anyone have somebody else, anything else they want to say really quick before we wrap it up? Thank you, Alex. And control the pet population. Make sure to get your pet spayed or neutered. I like to I like to solve the puzzle. Anyway. And <laughs> be sure to uh, check out Steve Harvey on Judge Steve Harvey. Yes. <laughs> Not sponsored. Oh, but uh, no. it's sort of sponsored Sports Insanity Network. Yes. Oh. Don't forget to check out. <laughs> Yes. Seven o'clock tomorrow night. Seven o'clock, I think. Tomorrow night. It's the first Thursday night gridiron of the year. I'm excited. 
tune into them. They do a great job over there, over at the Sports Insanity Network. Check them out on all platforms. On all platforms. Yeah, don't forget to check out Thursday Night Gridiron, 7 o'clock tomorrow night. Yes, and I want to thank the three individuals who, my three friends who helped me out with the out with this. Bill, Justin, Allie, you guys are incredible. I appreciate everything you do. Allie, for your thumbnails. Justin, for your insightful knowledge. And Bill, for being Bill. Hey, yeah. hey, I've been with you on this journey since we started. So In uh, October of 2020, mind you, it's been a long time coming and we're doing really well. Yeah, um, and hey, you JT. guys got a anniversary coming up. Oh, yeah. we got to do something for that. We'll, we'll, um, we will plan that out soon, yep. JT. You got some big news you'd like to share with us, don't you? The, the reason why I took a dip in the middle of our our podcast tonight was because, um, for those of you who don't know, what I do for a living is actually very, I find it very cool. I work in radio and communications and whatnot. Um, and one of the things I love to do is try to be on air. So with that, we're making this very long story very short. Um, tomorrow, well, we record this on Wednesday, but t- tomorrow um, on September 7th, um, at 10 a.m., I will be making my Sirius XM debut uh, live on Channel 20, which is East Street Radio, which is Bruce Springsteen's channel. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm praying everything goes well. I'm a little nervous, truthfully, because it's such a big, big deal for me. I love Sirius XM. We've talked about them before. Big fan of their format. Big fan of them as a company. Um, and I'm gonna be actually in Manhattan tomorrow. Tune in to our. If you haven't already, follow us on our social media page because I'll be doing a lot of postings and stuff from there as well uh, tomorrow on our Instagram feed and hopefully on our Facebook feed as well. Um, but seriously, I big news, big stuff coming your way. Excited to do it tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. live from the SiriusXM studios in Manhattan, New York on 6th Avenue. I won't be able to listen. I'll be in class. Send well, us a recording. And you know, I just think about it now. We got to do best streaming service debate in the near future. We, we can do that soon. We'll do that soon. Yep. Um, but anyways, I, I hopefully if you're out there listening to this uh, before it's uploaded to podcast format, um, I, I will be pre-recording it as well on my own. So I have a recording of me on air as well. Um, it's a two hour show. Tune in if you can. I mean, to, to all my friends and family watching, listening, um, you mean the world to me. And I appreciate all of you for tuning in tomorrow as well on September 7th at 10 a.m. on Sirius XM. And uh, you mean the world to us. <laughs> Yes, crazy. JT, you were born to run. I was now go born. run to Manhattan. I'm going to run to Manhattan, ladies and gentlemen. Um, but that's going to do it for us right here at the Super Show. Thanks for watching, watching, listening. However you enjoyed us tonight. Uh, thanks to my crew as well, as always, for giving out their best performance and their best knowledge, no matter what. So for all of us here at the Super View Show, stay safe. Take care. Take care. And be awesome. Be awesome. Be awesome. Good night, everybody. Good night.